0: Larry Murphy is an Irishman who was jailed in January 2001, having been convicted of kidnapping, repeatedly raping and attempting to murder a young Carlow woman on the 11th of February 2000 in the Wicklow Mountains. During the ordeal, Murphy kidnapped the woman and locked her in the boot of his Fiat Punto car. He then drove to Kilkee in County Kildare, where he repeatedly raped and beat her. She was then locked in the boot again while he drove to Spinans Cross in the Wicklow Mountains where he again raped her several times vaginally, anally and orally. The woman began to fight back and Murphy produced a plastic bag which he placed over her head in an attempt to suffocate her. He stopped his assault when two hunters came across the scene and recognised Murphy. Murphy fled the area and returned to his home. The hunters then escorted the terrified woman to the police station in Bal- Balting Bass where they identified Murphy as her attacker. Murphy was arrested the next morning when members of the Garda Síochána, the Irish police force came to his home. He knew why they were there and admitted to what he had done the previous day. Murphy was later tried and convicted of rape and attempted murder. He was released on the 12th of August 2010 after serving only 10 years. His release caused a public outcry, particularly as he had refused treatment while in prison and never demonstrated any remorse. Murphy's suspected involvement in some of Ireland's most famous missing persons cases also contributed to the controversy. Murphy is the main suspect in the disappearance of up to 10 women, all who disappeared in Ireland's Vanishing Triangle. A term commonly used by the Irish media when referring to a number of high profile disappearances of Irish women from the late 80s to the late 90s. Several other women were also murdered within the Triangle and their cases remained unsolved as well. All of the cases appeared to share some common characteristics. The women's age ranged between their late teens to late thirties. They disappeared inexplicably and suddenly, and no substantial clues or evidence of their fate has ever been found despite large-scale searches and campaigns by the Gardaí to find them. Gardaí believe their remains are likely to be buried in remote fields, bogs and forests. The triangle is in the eastern part of the island, roughly the boundaries of Leinster, in an 80 mile area outside Dublin. Due to the similarities in the cases, a popular hypothesis is that they may be the result of a serial killer or killers being active in the area during this period. The cases of these missing women feature in the Irish media periodically and the disappearances have been subject to a number of unsolved crime documentaries. Gardaí set up an investigation task force in 1998 to focus on the unsolved disappearances and homicides, but to date this has failed to turn up any substantial clues as to the fate of the woman, women despite a €10,000 reward offered for information resulting in the recovery of a body. During the questioning about the woman's injuries, it was reported that Murphy commented, well, she's alive, isn't she? She was lucky, and showed no signs of remorse or guilt. Even though a life sentence was available to the court the, and would mean Murphy would have been held in custody indefinitely, Judge Kearney sentenced Murphy to only 15 years, taking into account Murphy's guilty plea, which spared his victim a victim having to testify in court, and he served just 10. Murphy was sentenced before the Sex Offenders Act was introduced in 2001, so he was not subject to a post-release supervision order. There was widespread op- opposition upon Murphy's early release and the residents of his hometown, Balton Glass, announced that he would not be welcome in the village. After he was released, he was considered a high-risk offender and was visited by a member of the Garda every month. It was known that Murphy had left the country and taken up residence in the south of Spain where he was under surveillance by police. Shortly afterwards he moved to Amsterdam. In the period after Murphy's release there were developed speculation surrounding the whereabouts of Murphy. This was usually in part driven by rumours initiated via social networking sites that Larry Murphy was living in or visiting a particular town or locality. there exist a number of dedicated social networking web pages that regularly post information on alleged sightings. Such sites have come under criticism as many of them claim therein are frequently in of an inflammatory and alarmist nature, posted specifically to create and fuel mass hysteria and fear amongst the communities where Murphy was alleged to, res- to reside. The alleged sightings often occur in rural villages and towns and have sometimes resulted in mild panic, in one case resulting in an arson attack on a premises where Murphy was alleged to have been staying. In other cases, the alleged sightings have been resulted of individuals who bear a resemblance to Larry Murphy being mistakenly identified as him. Such an incident happened where he was alleged to have been res- a resident at a popular country, country lodge hotel in the Glen of Arlo County Tipperary. Such alleged sightings frequently appear in the media and when they do appear the Guardian often release statements to, to the country and reassure the public that the authorities are fully aware of the man's true whereabouts. Despite such efforts to allay fears such allegations continue to regularly appear. As of 2023, the beast of Bolton Glass is still a free man and the bodies of the women from the vanishing triangle still remain missing. If you like that, then listen to our main show every Wednesday on all good podcast providers. It's Alive Alive, the really, really fake true crime horror podcast. All the guts and gore, none of the guilt. See you on Wednesdays.